Francine and it's our seventh episode and uh, Woo! excited because the podcast is going so well. We've had such amazing feedback. I know. Um, and maybe the chance of having our very own range, which is really exciting. We'll tell you more when we hear more, but yeah, it's all good. So thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. And we're really surprised that it isn't just mums, but it's also dads and guys that are listening as well. So there's quite a range of people that are, you know, giving us feedback and saying they love our banter, they love our realness. And for us, obviously, like I think we said, wasn't it in the first episode, Fran, that we said, for us, this is kind of like our personal therapy session. And it's really like that. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, you know, I do sometimes after think, oh, should I reveal that? Or should I said that? But that's what it's all about. It Keeping is. it real. Um, for, for so long, I've always had, you just see what, you know, all the good stuff that goes on, you know, the, the fun stuff. But no one really knows what what's what all the real stuff is that goes on in your house and it's no different to theirs everyone thinks their life uh, can be tough and ours might be perfect but yeah. no it's not. no life is perfect just no, want to know that so yeah but it's all good it's all good i mean i'm six weeks wednesday in isolation six weeks oh my that God. means we must have seen each other seven weeks ago weeks ago and i'm five weeks in isolation and do you know what even though i've been in isolation in this lockdown it was only about a few days ago that the reality of the situation really, really hit home to me again. So something really stupid. But I just, um, I've been leaving Hayden to do any of the food shops. We've been getting a lot of deliveries and, you know, shopping local. But I was, I'd like, I've been stuck indoors for a whole week homeschooling. I was like, I'm going out. I'm going to buy garden furniture. I had this in my head and I jumped in the car and said, Hayden, I'm gone. Bye left the kids at home with him and I went driving and then I was like wait where are you driving to nowhere's open apart the supermarkets and I was like what's wrong with me and it was only then again I just realized I can't go to like Latham's I can't go to home base I can't go to wherever we'd normally buy garden furniture Van Hayes you know everywhere shut so I literally just drove around in a circle just kind of like because I needed a bit of fresh air away from the kids but then realized I can't do any shops for any luxuries well i did the same i did the same in the week it just everything got a bit too much oh, don't don't get me wrong i have really enjoyed this time with the family and everything but it all got a bit too much this week and i had a days where it just felt like i needed to get in the car and just drive yeah and i felt please your head it makes you feel that little bit you know just to get out for a little yeah. bit like i said mm. there's nowhere that we can go we can't meet a friend for a coffee no. we can't, you know there's nothing we can do apart from walking walking is like a bit of a savior yeah just a nice long walk um but the place that is open is definitely being cute because we did see all those people <laughs> is it being cute i mean that surely isn't a safe thing like no that's true well this is it's really weird i don't know about you but i just feel like half of me has now got so used to not socialize even though i feel like a trapped like a caged animal like we're so used to going to events we're so used to traveling we're so used to our day we we don't normally have the same day ever we're our days are very much our weeks are always different for and so to suddenly have no excitement no change of scenery no nothing new to look forward to 
it's a very weird sensation. But then again, now I'm starting to think, you know, even the way of like how we hug each other, hug friends, kiss them. I'm thinking to touch wood at the moment, this feels like the healthiest I've ever been because I'm not mingling with people and picking up people's mm. colds or flus or bugs or anything. So now yeah. it, might, it might turn us all into like really neurotic, like stay away from me, keep away from me. I think, I think it has already because I know when I go to the shops, anyone comes too close to me, I'm like, I give them a dirty look. I like, to say, hold on, get it's away good. from me, you shouldn't be too near me. So I think it is going to make us like that. It's going to give some people agoraphobia where they're so oh. scared to leave the house. Mm. Um, but it, it definitely has made me feel, I just don't want anyone near me. Like I'm really in the shops and people, there are people that really don't care and you could be looking at something and they'll be over your back breathing on you and it's like, you just want to punch them in the face. That's how bad it's got. Babe, that's what I feel like in the house. Give me... I just keep going, just get out of my space, just get out of my space. Okay, I love you, but move. Get out of the way, just move. You know, and the thing is, I'm homeschooling Rocco and Fleur. Week one of homeschooling, well, blumming, heck, I've never drank so much alcohol in my whole life. <laughs> Every single night, I was like, is it gin o'clock yet? Um, it was, day one and day two was incredibly challenging. More because Fleur didn't understand, she felt overwhelmed, so she was crying a lot. And then Rocco was doing the opposite. Every second I tried to get him to sit down, he ran. He ran in the Boy. opposite direction. Then he was screaming if I tried to get him to stop playing Lego or games. He didn't want to do any schoolwork. So day three, I just decided, you know what, I'm not going to do it. So okay. Rocco is five, but Rocco is five. To be fair, how much schoolwork do they do? They do have a lot of playtime. If I what? remember. They've got a lot of schoolwork. He had about 13 tasks. He I was going to say, Rocco's going to come out. He's going to come out <laughs> cleverer than most five-year-olds. I remember Jake going to school. All they used to do really was play, play. do a little bit of reading. Do you know what I mean? I so he hasn't. It's not so stressful for you to, with him. I can understand with Fleur, it's a little bit harder, isn't it? Because she's at that that crossover age. Well, actually, um, her, after our little meltdowns of her crying and not really understanding the process or how to copy and paste or upload documents or anything, once her teacher went through it all and did a video call with her and explained it, it was literally like some sort of salvation. It was amazing. So I'm so grateful for her to her teacher because that changed the complete tone of the week for me. It was much more chilled. And then I just thought to myself, do you know what? Rocco's only five. I'm just going to let him do what he wants to do until about lunchtime and then he can have the afternoon off because otherwise I can't do anything. No, it must be really difficult, especially little boys. Yeah. They're kind of a bit more, you know, they're a bit more boisterous. They want yeah. to like, just charge around the house. Yeah. Go a bit crazy. So yeah, it, it, it is challenging for you. I mean, everybody's been on TikTok. That seems to yeah. be the saviour for everybody. I, um, I just it. got into it and there are still things I'm not sure how to do. Like there's, there's certain TikTok that everyone's doing, and I love it, where they're getting the blusher brush thrown from yeah, up the top or yeah, down, but cool. they're catching it, they're doing their, you know, have no makeup on, doing that, flashing it, and then all of a sudden they look amazing. I don't know how to do that, and I need to do, we need to, a group of us to do that, because that's fun. Yeah, we should do that. Let's, yes. Let's try and do a TikTok together. You, what yeah. about, let's just do you, me, Fleur, uh, Rocco, Brooke, and Jake, why don't we do like a family, a family TikTok? Oh, Jake will not be seen on my social media or TikTok. He's oh, at that funny age. Does he not he have his own one? 
he wrote, no, he won't, no, he doesn't do anything like that. He's really funny. It's like he's the most amazing chef. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna confess to everybody who thinks that it's me cooking all these amazing meals on my Instagram. Um, don't get me wrong, I'm his sous chef. I'm always with him, and I'm chopping it. I, I think I do the hard part because I'm chopping it all, clearing it all. He's incredible. Wow. He's incredible. How he knows how every spice, what spice needs to go into what. Whereas I just chuck it all in. Um, he knows exactly because he watches and breathes cooking and so he doesn't like me to say it's him he doesn't like to be shown on my social media cooking so I'm taking all the credit and he's doing all the <laughs> cooking he's amazing he's um, amazing he's absolutely amazing and I've had an amazing opportunity come my way um, that you know for hopefully to, to take the cooking a bit further because everyone's yeah. kind of loving my dishes. I'm getting so many DMs. How do you true. make this? How do you make so yeah, so it's all good, but he is absolutely incredible. And you know what? Okay, he's not sitting by his desk all day long. He he works at his own speed and his own time as long as he gets it done. But this cooking thing for me, I feel like he just that's what his passion he's is. About. I see him as the next Gino to camp up, honestly. That's so exciting. Yeah, yeah that's I do. Exciting. So when he's cooking, like these dishes that I keep seeing, because you actually, to be fair, you or Jake put me to shame the other night because I was showing Hayden. I was like, oh, look at this curry Fran's making. And he was like, thanks for the takeaway, Naomi, that you ordered. Well, Fran's cooking that. Oh, <laughs> um, like, yeah, we've been... Sorry, guys. We've been eating so well in this house. I mean, we don't we don't eat like like I'm the worst person to eat lots of fruit and veg. I've always been like that from a kid. I've never I've never really liked my greens and I, yeah. I forced myself. But we do have all the right spices, um, which are meant to be healthy as well. You know, like the ginger and the yeah. so we do have that in our food. But I do need to start eating more healthier stuff because i must admit like we've been making homemade cookies and like really bad things I, I, made, I made it i mean this is so hilarious when do i ever cook i was baking i've made a oh. banana cake but it wasn't mm. like this size it was like that i just did a massive i just thought oh do you know what i've got loads of bananas let's just do it so rocco and i got carried away um, I've been, do you know what I've also been doing for them so they're not having as much sugar and also having their fruit but in an indirect way I've been making um, basically making a smoothie and then putting in the lollipop things and freezing it brilliant that's a brilliant yeah. idea I should do I should get some of those lollipop things yeah. also I, I feel like I need to get a new um, what do you put yours in to get it to make it all smooth do you put it in like a Nutribullet 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 so no, I need to smoothie, smoothie it. So all I've been throwing in is like either bananas and strawberries or raspberries, blueberries with coconut milk, not normal milk, and then a little bit of maybe a little bit of cinnamon. And oh. Yeah, put it in the smoothie, and then it's just all nice. And it makes if I do one smoothie, it makes at least six lollies, which is great. And they love it. Right, and, oh, you'd have to you'd have to video that and show me how you do yeah, it. Yeah, I will do actually. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so, I was watching all my reality last night. We had Gemma Collins back on. Yeah. With um, Gemma Diva in lockdown. I missed the episode. Well, how was it? 
It was really, really good, actually. Um, I, I find her hilarious. I find her so funny. I just can't believe some of the things she says. You know, it's <laughs> like she, go, she went into this bathroom place and she says, Do you know what? I need to have sparkles all over. I need my toilet paper and stuff. And he's looking at her like she's crazy. But it's, I find her really endearing. I, I just don't know what it is. I love the GC. Then I watch my Kardashians. Um, which is also brilliant on a Sunday night. But I have been reading a lot of different things in the press. I don't know if you read about Sunita. No, you... I missed that. We were talking about, um, I keep seeing all of this about like celebrities, that, well, not just celebrities, but like multimillionaires that are furloughing all their staff when normal people can't get any help. Um, but I haven't yes. seen anything about Sunita. Well, she's been doing a lot of rants recently. Um, on, on different subjects she's obviously a bit bored and a bit lonely I don't know but um yeah. she's been revealing quite a lot about Simon Cow. now we both know Sanita oh. yeah, I've known Sanita for a while you recently saw Sanita yeah, um, together recently and I have to say when I last went there because she was doing some cooking thing for her YouTube and she asked she invited me on and we spent the whole day and I've always liked her I've always got on with her I have to say she did at the end of it, talk about her relationship with Simon and she revealed a lot of things that I, that I don't think has ever been revealed. And obviously, it would never go anywhere. That's what she told me and it was, it was all secretive. And I think now she's coming out and saying what she had told me. Oh, um, my God. Oh my God. It, it was quite shocking, you know, just some of the things she's, she's put and like she was saying, if it wasn't for Lauren, she would still be with Simon. You know, oh. she introduced them. <gasps> she was her best friend. Oh and I think God. she's got a lot of pent anger yeah. inside of her. But Do I just don't understand how Lauren doesn't mind Simon mixing with Sunita still. It's all a little bit weird. Well, that's it. I've always found that. that I've always thought, you know, like, well, we've had this conversation as well. As, as women, would we want our husbands hanging out with their ex-girlfriends? No. Well, we've both discovered, <laughs> Naomi, that we're both quite similar. And we're quite jealous, aren't we? Yeah, we are. So not, we're quite not similar. Anymore, but in the, uh, in the younger years with different partners. Yeah, definitely. Partners like that, we definitely. Yeah, definitely in the younger years that we used to be a, a bit of a... I mean, I was I would self-admitted nightmare. Terrible. Yeah. The arguments I've caused and the amount of people we stopped seeing because of my jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But thank God I'm over that and I, I'm quite... Weirdly enough, I know they say you get more confident as you get older and I used to think that can't be true. But I actually do think that's true because... It totally is. I'm not yeah, gentle I in any way at all now, but when I was younger, I was, like, I was like some sort of possessed lunatic. Everything, yeah. you know, I just, I just sort of wanted to be... Uh, I don't know, I've always just felt like that it's really strange isn't it and it's strange that we've both been like that as well and it's really strange that we've both come out the other side yeah it must be something to do with age it must be something that you get to a certain age and you feel because now I can sit and quite easily go that girl she's stunning mm. look how beautiful that woman is whereas yeah. I would never be able to do that yeah, I would be too. Dreading how weird. Yeah, I'd be dreading seeing a beautiful girl on the yeah, beach too. or in a restaurant. But now it's like, I will say it first. She's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And I think that is definitely an age thing. And I think it's a maturity thing, definitely. Maturity, confidence. I think we're both 
pretty self-confident but I think the funny thing is a lot of the time people that look like they're really confident are actually the ones that it's insecure they're insecure so it might not even be it manifests as jealousy it could be that they're just like really want to be liked and they get really paranoid and neurotic if they're not liked or people are talking about them but then this is an industry where people talk about you and it's kind of mm. like a very weird dynamic to be able to feel constantly confident without being cocky anyway yeah, tonight tonight is what's up tonight did you, did you watch it last week celebrity sas Oh, I love that. It's oh, so good. Oh, I forgot that's on tonight. Yes, I'm putting that on my list now. What well, we as a family, that was the one we all were, we were glued. It was brilliant. It I is. could not believe how tough those people, those guys are with you. Like, I know. they don't care who you are. They, I, and it was just astonishing. I mean, Katie Price, I do know, because I think she put on her socials that she left after 48 hours. I don't know if they kick her out or she yeah. just can't have it. What, that, I don't know. But Maybe we'll find out tonight then. We'll but blimey, so good. I know, did you see when they were like, okay, you've got to punch them. And there was like about eight of them punching one person and the person isn't allowed to react. And they're not yeah. allowed. They were okay to defend themselves, but they couldn't actually punch anyone back. And I think it was a boxer who was like, "Yeah, Bellu, is saying Bellu, Bellu, or something." Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm interested to see how he copes with it because I think he's going to flip at any point. I think he could flip, and that could be quite scary. <laughs> I know, but I can't wait. Oh my god! Tonight. Could That's you imagine you and me on that show? We'd be a couple of wimps. We'd be crying our eyes out. I've got crying. to be honest, no matter how much you offered me to go on that show, I couldn't do it. Like, Joe would be going, you've got to, you've got to. I know, be like, I 100% after watching that yes, uh, last week said never. I know it's a great TV opportunity. It's probably amazing money. It's only eight days. There's no way I could have even gone down. You know, like when Katie was screaming and they oh. were getting so I couldn't have done that. No. I've had a heart attack. I know. And the last series when they were absolutely, or that no, they had to kind of like abseil across like this massive, massive, aqueduct and it was just so high up and they're suspended in the air that sort of thing that would traumatize me for life i mean i couldn't do the jungle either i you know that no, I, couldn't. I can do it i'll be completely traumatized all of my worst fears heights rats yeah, snakes, yeah. being submerged underwater or underground i'd need therapy forever i honestly respect some of the girls that go in there and they literally get on with it and i think Oh my God. I think I had a newfound respect for, I think, Ola Jordan. I just couldn't believe that some of these girls were like cracking on with it and just like unbelievably brave. Um, I'm exactly the same. I couldn't do it. And I think to myself, why is it all these other women can do it and I get scared? I mean, I was in my dressing room only two days ago and I swear to you, there was a wasp that size. It was absolutely huge. I came out of this, I was traumatised. I didn't know what had happened to me. But I just shut the door and then we had to find this thing. And every time he tried to, you know, move something, I was screaming at the top of my mind because I seriously get upset, like scared of insects, anything. I can't bear it. Well, funnily enough, I'm not bothered by insects, to be fair. I could eat them. I could grab oh, no. them. I could have them on my face. That wouldn't be a problem for me. But being submerged underground, being oh, uh, in water and not being able to potentially, that would give me so much claustrophobia. I get claustrophobic. 
that's why I don't I don't like people in my social space so this is why this is nice for me because in the future mm. I can say to people excuse me you're getting a bit yeah. <laughs> yeah no definitely people yeah think, I agree who the you. hell does she think she is she's not a bloody a-lister but I'm like I can't stand it when people get into my I, I love a hug when I want to give someone a hug but I don't like it when people are, you know, like when you, especially if you go to events and someone's right in your space. I've been interviewed in the past. And you know, when you go on red carpets and you're interviewed, someone really close to me, that, I don't like it. I'm like, please give me my space. Yeah. People, with my kids, I love my kids to pieces. I love to give them hugs, but I like to give them hugs when I want to give them hugs. You know, if they start grabbing my hair and stuff and jumping all over my head, it gives me anxiety. I'm like, give me my space. <laughs> my husband's like, Joel's like that. He, and I always go to him, for God's sake, Joel, they're only cut, but he's exactly the same because Jake will do that. Jake will just suddenly come and hug or kiss you. And yeah. I don't personally mind that, but he, he's the same. He always says, I don't like anyone in my, my space. I know. Um, so I think that's quite, but you touched on the point of the uh, celebrities furlonging their staff. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that. So I know we touched on it last week with obviously Victoria Beckham. Yeah. So what is your thoughts, Naomi? Well, personally, I mean, I think it's diabolical, but that's just my mm. personal opinion. I just think that, you know, both um, me and my husband are uh, self-employed business owners, self-employed in the industry. We can't get any help. We can't get anything. And you, as you know, I lost over 65 grand's worth of contracts in the space of 48 hours. Uh, thank, mm. thank goodness now it's turned around and I'm getting busy again with work. But at that point where I thought everything I'd worked towards had just been taken from me, um, I, I couldn't get any help. We couldn't get any help from the government as two small business owners, nothing. And so when there's someone that's got mass wealth and it's, you know, affecting the taxpayer where there's nurses and doctors and all these people that are key workers, that it's coming out of the taxpayer's money. I don't think it's acceptable. What do you think? Well, well, I'm, I'm mixed, really. I've got a mixed opinion because obviously they do work hard themselves and they do pay tax um, and apparently quite heavy tax. Yeah. So it's like that. Well, if, if you know, they're paying their taxes and they, you know, working hard, why shouldn't they? It, mm. it's, it, but I also agree with you. Um, it's a really it's a tough one. for I'm, I'm sort of sitting on the fence with that one a little bit. A bit of a grey area, but yeah, it is. I, I but just, I understand why Piers Morgan is up in arms about it, and I have to say, I don't like to admit it on my social media, but I absolutely love Piers Morgan. I just believe in everything he says. I, I know that I know that's going to split. You know, the, the, you, people might hate me for it, so you've got to be careful what you write. But I, no, I, 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 I love Piers, but I'll be. It's so funny. I love Piers Morgan. I think he's great. But whenever I've been invited on Good Morning Britain, the first thing I say is, "Is Piers working?" Because I'm not coming exactly. on. He is exactly. just in case. Do you know what? <laughs> just in case he's not on my side. No, I just don't want to be on with him because he wouldn't let you talk. So um, I'm the same. As much as I love him, I always say his peers on to him and they go, oh, no, it's Ben and Kate. I think, oh, thank goodness, because I know yeah. once Piers has a really strong opinion, like you said, if he's not on your side, my God, he goes at you and, oh and there's no God. coming back from it. And you know if you're like, 
it's a time of the month or something and you're on and he goes at you. I just burst into tears on national telly and that is not a good look for your career. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, generally, I always agree with him. I agree with everything he says. I think he's, and I think he's brilliant. I mean, I only watch Good Morning Britain for Piers Morgan. I if he's not on, I, I literally normally... I, I mean, I, I love all the team at Good Morning Britain, and I think they're all lovely, but he does make, he definitely makes the banter of the show. Um, but I agree, I kind of like, I love him, but I, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be a guest at the same time. I yeah, tell, you know what I like about Piers is I think he just tells it like, he's, he says... The things a lot of people are too scared to actually say. To say. That we all think, that we all think, but where, you know, a lot of people are too scared to stand up and actually share their real opinion. A lot of people just are like sheep and they don't want to be. Um, well, I'm one of those people because I'm so careful of what are my opinions on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram because I, I think there are so many people that are so quick to attack you yeah. if they don't agree with you. Sometimes I think, you know what, I'm just, I'm just not going to say, say what I think because I don't want to be attacked. But I've obviously had very strong views on the whole coronavirus because to me there were so many people that weren't taking it serious and you you yeah. know and, and and things like that and you see things in the press and you think seriously they're out they're doing this and and you know sometimes i would just vent myself and say certain things and then you're worried that you're going to offend someone who might be doing that you know that might be walking with a friend I know. um i just think you know what i've over the years i've offended a lot of people but it's only because i'm honest i prefer to be honest and tell like tell what i feel so i'm like a very mini Piers Morgan. I'm not as opinionated and as headstrong as him because I do get upset if people really hate on me and I've had that. I've been the target of uh, hate when I've just been honest and then I've been honest and open about things. Um, sometimes people don't like the truth. Um, Definitely. And, and I prefer to just be honest, even if like, even if a friend doesn't like me because I've been honest, I prefer to be honest and just be like, nah, you look crappy what you're wearing. Sorry, babe. Ah. But I prefer to be honest, and even something yeah. as simple as that. What's the point in saying, "Yeah, you look gorgeous," when actually your friend's walking out and looking like an idiot? It's just not very nice, yeah. I don't think. So, but that's yeah, me. But then some people don't like to upset other people or offend other people. Like that would be your stance that you prefer not to. Yeah. Speak your mind because you wouldn't want to offend anyone. Whereas I kind of like maybe. I don't know. I, I, I just think I want to speak. I just want to speak the truth, basically. And well, yeah, and, and, I, and I think everyone's got different personalities, and I think that's a good trait, to be honest. I think it's nice to be able to feel. You can say what you think and not worry what people are going to say. But then uh, that's, I problem. That's, I, I, that's my problem, though. I don't like it if people are, like, really hating on me after I've shared my opinion. That That's yeah. the bit that I struggle with. So, for example, when... Um, there'd been a story that I travel first class on work trips and my kids go economy <sighs> and the amount of trolling that I got it was horrible like Hayden was deleting messages in the middle of the night because he knew it would really upset me it would traumatize me some of the messages were so vile from these online trolls keyboard warriors um, and you know you think well that's what I like about Piers Morgan. So you sat in first class and Hayden sat with the kids in a <laughs> Oh God, we're not going to go there again. 
this, no, this ended up being national. This ended up being global news. I couldn't believe it. From one little quote that ended up, I just said to a journalist, they'd been asking me about traveling and how I like to travel. And I was giving them hacks and stuff about, you know, how to upgrade and stuff or how to travel and get the best out of your tickets, blah, blah, blah. And basically I'd said that if I'm on a work trip where, you know what I'm like when it comes to work, I like write my own scripts, I'll prep it all myself, I'll do the research myself. Um, and if I'm filming in another side of the world, it's not a holiday. But I don't, yeah. I don't want a um, nanny. I want to parent myself. And at the same time, I also don't want to leave my kids in England if I'm going to be away for a week or two weeks. Working. Yeah. So my preference is obviously if I'm in a situation where, for example, uh, the client has booked economy tickets for us and there's an option to upgrade and I'm sitting there and I've got to do work while Hayden and the kids are mo watching movies or whatever. If I'm literally planning the itinerary, preparing my scripts, researching my scripts and prepping for the first day of filming, the second I get off the flight, hell yeah, I'm upgrading. Yeah, yeah. 100% because I'm a working mum. How many, and this was a point I was trying to get across at the time, how many dads... If they were going on a business trip to New York, how many dads would actually say, I want to take the family and the kids with me? They probably wouldn't. No, Where, definitely not. They wouldn't. Whereas I want to have my family with me, but at the same time, if I've got to get knuckled down and the kids are fighting and they're screaming and I want to just put my head down and get on with it, they're not going to let me. They'd be, mummy, 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 mummy. So yeah, if I've got the option to upgrade, I will do. Yeah, well, <laughs> look, yeah, you, you've, you've dealt with that scenario anyway. And you know, yeah, like you say, but if what people do is is obviously their business and you're always going to get trollers and, and, that, and as i say that's why i'm so um worried of saying the wrong thing because i've been particularly lucky because of what i do i've never really had trolls and never really had bad trolling always no. lovely things like i'll open my instagram and get such lovely dms that oh, actually some days some days keep me going and sometimes i just want to post them because it's really giving me motivation oh. and put a smile on my face if I'm having a shit day but that's you know because we say how bad social media can be because it can be but for me it's amazing because when I get those messages I just feel so happy and I think oh that's so lovely that they've put that but at the same time I know certain people get really bad trolling and it's just not fair and it's no. it's quite sad but you know what what can we do it's an industry we're in and we do need to get a thick skin i haven't got one yet even though i've been yeah, doing this with you. i know um, i don't have a. I, I, you know i don't i think i've got a thick skin until i get all of those horrible comments and stuff and then you get upset yeah people abusing my figure and stuff you know in the daily mail That's you've got an amazing cool. figure talking of skin i look like i've come back from bloody look how well, no one can see, <laughs> you can see that. But look how brown I am. I know. Look at the colour of me as well. This is brilliant. I can see I, you are. This is really no, no fake tan. This is all, all UK sun. It's unbelievable. I, I never normally hear sunbathe, but we've had time. There's nothing else to do. The sun's been out. I've been okay. outside in the garden for a good hour every day. And I must say, I'm really happy because I've got a lovely glow. It does make you feel healthier. It does. And um, I've never been in the UK and had this colour. <laughs> it's amazing. So, because normally we're always rushing about, we think, oh God, there's no way. Eat. Like if the kids were in school and it was boiling hot, and even if I was at home, I wouldn't think to go and sit in the sun because I kind of feel like, oh, like, that's not fair. They're, they're busy or they're at school, and I feel like a bit of a, 
bit of a lazy mum just going out in a bikini yeah. and sunbathing. So it never ever happened. 100%. But at the moment, we can do it. So it's been absolutely wonderful, hasn't it? That's the best bit. That is, I feel so grateful that God or the planet has given us this sunshine while we've been. Because otherwise, it could be really quite depressing. And I feel really grateful that where I am in Essex, we've got loads of country walks and stuff that we can actually get outside. Because there are people that don't have any gardens and stuff that you, you know, it's challenge. It's really extra challenging for them. Yeah, no, yeah, we're very, very you, fortunate. What would you say? So I think we're kind of going to have to kind of round it up in a bit because I think yeah, we're yeah. half an hour. But what would you say is your favourite quarantine tipple? My favourite, what's oh, drink? Yeah. Oh, it's got to be a gin. It's got to be. Um, Joel's been making me pomegranate gins, Ooh, and it's nice. been so lovely. He's been putting fresh cori uh, coriander. This is oh my god, I got coriander <laughs> on the brain. Uh, he's been putting fresh pomegranate in there, and um, Ooh, nice. I love pink gin uh, love with pink tonic. Gin. I know some people prefer it with lemonade. I always feel no. swimming with tonic, and oh my god, it's been lovely. Very refreshing. Puts loads mm -hmm. of ice in it. Love and that is definitely my quarantine tipple. Yeah, I, well, Hayden, I thought he was trying to kill me the other night because he poured me a gin and tonic and I knocked it back and I was like, oh, he's done about a triple in there. <laughs> yeah, I think Joe does. I know. You, I had it up to me. You were a little bit gone, wasn't you? <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then uh, I found a, a new wine that I really love. I'm addicted to it. Well, not addicted, but yeah. Um, Whispering Angel. Have you ever had that? A rosé? No, I've, I used to like rosé, but I used to drink it because it was the drink I thought was okay. I've got to be honest with you, I don't really like wine. I and wine. I find rosé gets me very drunk very quickly and also it makes me extremely hungry. Um, but you know, I'm not, I mean, I'm not a drinker, Naomi. I don't drink a lot. So no. if I have a gin and tonic, I might have one or two and that would be my limit. And it would be once a week. I don't drink a lot, you know, I just... Um, I drink like maybe the weekend and that is it. But I'm not in contrast to me drinking every night of the week. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm yeah, I've never really been a drinker. I've really not. I think I've got a phobia to being sick. So as soon as I start to feel a bit sick, then I start yeah. to worry. Yeah, no, I I never used to drink until I met Hayden. <laughs> That's not great, is it? That says it all, doesn't it? Um, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, because oh, same with Joel. Joel. Joel is a drinker. He loves yeah. a drink. Yeah, Hayden loves a drink. But I think having kids and all of the noise and da 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 it's just driven me to drink. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. What about where are you fantasising about going when you're allowed to travel? Oh, I'm fantasising going back to LA. I mean, that, that, it, it, it's what's keeping me going. Keep thinking oh. it may not be the end of June now. I can't see that happening because I don't even know when we're going to be out of lockdown. Um, but I am just visualising being back in California. That's all. Oh. I, that's all. That's the only place I want to be. Well, for me, I miss St. Lucia like crazy because, you know, I go there quite a lot. So I really miss St. Lucia. The kids keep mentioning St. Lucia. So for me, it's between L.A. and St. Lucia because I've got so many friends in L.A. and they're all messaging me as well. And they're like, oh, my God, we could go on road trips. We could go wine tasting. We could do blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I am I am starting to build a little L.A. L.A., not just L.A., but California itinerary, to be fair. And if, if you had, and if you had, like, if you could have 
go to one restaurant, it will say all the restaurants are open again, and you could go and sit in one restaurant, where and what would you be eating? Oh my God, I know exactly where I'd go, to Smith's in Onga. And, and, yes. and I'd have the lobster, I'm not gonna lie, lobster with a pink champagne, 100%. Oh my God, oh. Well, Gemma Collins, her last lockdown meal was Smith's in Onga. Oh, I'm hungry now. You're making me so hungry and I've got yoga in a minute. And I'm really lucky because oh. while I've been doing my podcast, my son is downstairs cooking for me. Oh my gosh, you're kidding me. That is amazing. Oh, if you could smell, if you could smell my house right now, oh my God, it I'm is so divine. Jealous. I'm so jealous. <laughs> right, so before we go, what is our week's recommendation for either Netflix or something to watch? Mine is definitely got to be safe on Netflix. You have to tune into that. That is amazing. Yeah. What's your... Um, well, I'm going to be really honest. Since I spoke to you last week, I haven't watched a Netflix series. Um, Joel's been watching Ozark, which he says is amazing. I think he's I watched that. Safe. And he's, what, he's been watching Killing Eve. Oh, so, so I haven't watched any um, anything on Netflix. It's bad. I want to get into something. So I, I might try and watch that Safe that you recommended. Um, and I've heard loads about Tiger King. I think oh, you mentioned I, it. Freaked me out a bit, to be honest. Okay, forget that one. Um, but I, I actually do need some more recommendations because I haven't watched. I don't know how I've got through the week. The week has gone so quickly. Yeah. I don't know what I've been doing. Um, but tonight is SAS. Tomorrow is X on the Beach. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday is Fern McCann's first time mum. It's all reality oh, right. for me, yeah. isn't it? Um, and then yeah, and then in the weekend right. so well, i'm gonna be on i'm gonna be watching i've watched safe i'm gonna i'm watching sinner now on netflix so that is my series for the moment sinner and then i'm gonna watch celeb sas tonight all right babe well i'm gonna love you and we're gonna leave you guys and i we hope that you've enjoyed episode is that seven or eight episode seven, seven. lucky seven yeah. <laughs> lucky seven please Please follow us. Please follow us at Naomi Eisted, at Francine Lewis. Please follow us on Insta, uh, Mine's Francine Lewis Official. We're also on TikTok. I've just started on TikTok. TikTok. So follow us follow on us. that too. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. Yes. Like it, share it, listen to it, download it, guys. We really, really want to. And we're on YouTube. And we're on YouTube as well. So um, stay tuned because I think in the next coming months, we've got some really exciting things that we're going to be sharing as well. Bye for now and have an amazing week. Keep safe. Sending lots of love. And um, we and Naomi will be back this time next week. Yeah.